2019 has been a long year for everyone, but it's finally coming to a close. It's nearly midnight, and everyone in the beautiful lakeside city of Burlington, Vermont, is celebrating in their own way. But for now, we focus on four particular individuals. Surrounded by colleagues, the pop of champagne corks, and the boisterous din of friendly banter, Dr. Sylvester Coopersmith is ingratiating himself at the University of Vermont faculty holiday party. He has just returned from visiting his family in Queens and is still meeting some new faces amongst his fellow staff. His leg is now fully healed and Sylvester's gone back to his capoeira classes and spent his downtime learning how better to improvise in all manner of stressful situations, especially against the supernatural now that he has come face to gruesome face with vicious, terrifying monsters. He takes another sip of the free booze. By contrast, Albion Graves, monster hunter by trade, spent time with a pack of werewolves he'd befriended on his last hunt, helping them recuperate from the fallout of those events. In the meantime, he calls his family in Oklahoma on a burner cell phone and sends Christmas gifts to his parents and younger siblings with no return address. He's stuck around Burlington, waiting for the next threat to arrive. But in the meantime, Albion is spending New Year's Eve with Desdemona Brown, a medium psychic who spent her downtime improving her house's magical wards and handmaking gifts for her friends. Between operating her business as a medium out of her living room, the lonely work of magical upkeep, and her connection to the supernatural around her never truly leaving her actually alone. She's resolved to get out more in the new year. Not tonight, though. It's late, it's dark, and Albion's just arrived, so she puts on a fresh kettle of tea. Finally, in an apartment near the Fletcher Free Library in the middle of town, sits a young woman, alone. It's been a month since she left town to evade some of her father's goons, and now Rosetta Common has come back to check on her new friend Desdemona and possibly follow up on the lead she got from the mysterious entity in the library, the one who told her that her missing fiance was still alive. With no real holiday traditions, she's taken to volunteering, hoping to meet more people so she can learn better how to trust. As the clock strikes midnight, we see Ro watching old VHS tapes of cartoons, huddled in a comfortable pile of blankets and sipping hot chocolate. These four people have a common bond. They know that the supernatural is real. They know that it is dangerous. And instead of running from the shadows and the things that go bump in the night, they work together to fight the darkness before it can ever see the light of day. This last year was difficult for all of them, but they'll need to rely on each other more than ever if they want to ensure that this new year isn't humanity's last. Welcome to Green Mountain Mysteries.
It was a New Year's much like any other. Celebrations are winding down, champagne and drunk people starting to clear out from the tables and streets. Students and the middle class or affluent ski vacationers alike getting ready to sleep in and then go back to work. Something's had the four of you on edge all day, though, and you can't really put your finger on it. Around 3 a.m., a sudden tremor shakes the ground, large enough to cause some glasses or mirrors to fall to the ground, followed by a horrendous screech of cacophonous metal rending. If you look outside, you see a sickly green eldritch bonfire emanating from the shore south of the city. This enormous green pyre illuminates a small amount of smoke in the sky, showing that the crash has caused a few real fires. The light display is in stark contrast to a cold wind that's been getting colder and more cutting all night. For anyone who lives downtown, a grim sight soon greets you. A series of skeletons and zombies covered in lake muck and zebra mussels appear and are terrorizing any people around as a series of sickly green glowing translucent people in Revolutionary War dress march up the street. If you have line of sight to the center of the verdant flame-like aura in the sky, there's a ship, an old ship, caked in mud and muck, with weakly glowing sailors fighting the zombies infesting it. Interestingly, the spirits each bear striking resemblance to zombies. Some are busily moving waterlogged crates to shore. What do you do? Hey, Dez. Oh my gosh. Uh, the fuck is happening? Uh, probably something that needs investigating, I reckon. Uh, investigating and also shoot. Uh, hang on. Uh, at this point, Alvin, I'm... Just kind of grabs that beanie, pulls it on, um, and pulls a, a bandana open up over his face. Uh, he's like, "We uh, probably um, probably don't want to end up on YouTube or something with our faces showing." So, uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive down to the shore. Uh, wait. She uh starts to disentangle herself from several different Afghans and looks <laughs> looks very sadly at a broken teacup that's shattered on the ground and grabs some scarves and starts to wrap those around her face too. All right. All right. Um meantime Ro, what are you doing? You should have uh since you do actually live in the downtown area, you are seeing this. Yes. So, um Ro is getting ready to leave the house. She's got her aluminum bat that she keeps by the door in case someone comes to mess with her. And she's trying to decide which pair of winter boots she's going to wear outside. <laughs> okay. She, uh, she's got a bunch and they're all cool. Okay. <laughs> you can't fight crime if you ain't cute. Uh, speaking of cute, Sylvester. Uh, <laughs> you're on campus but that's not that far uh, from downtown and you know it's not that far from the shore it's just uh, you know several blocks or, or so um, and this is extremely audible this uh, this whole thing that's occurred so what are you doing probably going to go the opposite way during the confusion and then dart back around this doesn't look totally ah. obvious and I'm running exactly at the source of whatever 
Okay, so hero. you are absolutely going to be running into the fray, but you're going to you're kind of kind of join the uh, the panicked uh, sort of running away of people around you. Yeah. Okay. Great. I, I like this. I like this a lot. So, um, I think you are going to be able to actually reach Roe at about the same time as she's getting out of the door, and then shortly, um, Dez and Albion are going to drive up into the scene because. Yeah, it's it's not that far also. Um, you find yourself looking at uh, some serious magical bullshit. And this is... I assume this is not how you wanted to start your year. Nope. I mean, things not. have been relatively quiet for you for the last few months uh, after you, you know, kicked some hags around and whatnot, but... Uh, I mean, this shit couldn't have waited until, like, I don't know, February? <laughs> Um, apparently not. So there are some, uh, there appear to be skeletal folks, zombie folks, and, uh, also some, uh, glowing folks that look like they're in revolutionary war dress. So hopefully ghosty folks. So, all right. Uh, I would like to ask, there are people that are uh, running and trying to get out of the way of these things, because this is clearly not something that people want to be dealing with right now. Uh, what is your first course of action? You know that there are civilian types around and that there are these things just in the streets. I guess I'm probably just going to be yelling at the people to go in the direction that's away from everything. Unless okay. there is like law enforcement around, but I doubt it. Um, okay, uh, make me, uh, we're gonna make our first roll of the game right now. Uh, make me an alertness roll. Okay. Ooh. Uh, read your results out loud, if you don't mind. Oh. I got a two. And add plus that... one, that's a three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yep, whenever we make a roll, don't forget to just add your result to your skill out loud so I can know what your total is. Oh, okay. So I got a three. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can you can pretty clearly see that um, law enforcement is not present around you at the moment. Uh, they were... Do you think that they were occupied in other places? You can see some flashing lights coming from down more toward uh, the actual docks area, the waterfront, and more toward the campus where you just ran from. Uh, but you definitely notice that there are there are, there's at least one person that is uh, in the area and appears to be injured. Uh, Row. You are also here on the scene, and you are seeing pretty much the same thing. Uh, what do you do? Is there anyone that is in any immediate danger? Uh, I'm going to have you also roll an alertness for that. Okay. That? <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh, that's a zero. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I think that even with an alertness of zero, it's fairly obvious to know that there are some people that are uh, not in a good place right now. Uh, but it just won't be as effective at necessarily like 
you have to take some time to process the scene because this is uh, this is a lot. It's a lot to mm-hmm. handle right off the bat. <laughs> so, I think uh, I think with that we can just say that uh, Albion and Desdemona have also arrived on the scene at the same time. Uh, as you got closer and closer to downtown, uh, you had to come in more on the north side and, or actually the south side and realized that uh, there were people moving, and a lot of them kind of moving away from a certain area. And uh, when you press in on that area, you realize that the main street has, well, these things. <clears throat> I see zombies, right? Uh, you do. Cool. Um, all right, I'm going to make a quick lore check, if you don't okay. mind. Uh, sure. So, what to see are if you... I know that they need... I should, like, I have a lore plus two. Is that enough to know they need a drummer, or do I need to roll for that? Uh, that's something that you do need to roll for. Alright, that is a plus two, so that's a four. Okay. I, I need to be actually setting difficulties for those things, but that was, that was about a difficulty three or four, so you definitely got that. Uh, you know that there should be a drummer of some kind for these things to continue to function, uh, being zombies. <clears throat> You've dealt with a zombie here and there before. Yeah. So uh, you notice that there are some ghost types. Uh, they look uh, they look translucent and sort of sickly green, and they are in Revolutionary War garb. And naturally, you do have some fife and drum types mixed in. Oh, that's going to complicate things. <laughs> uh, but they're fighting the zombies, right? Or are they leading the zombies? Um, it is hard to tell in a moment's notice uh, exactly what's going on there. So uh, we're going to move on to Des. What is your first reaction to this? And then we'll get into proper initiative order. Um. Yeah. Can I uh, do some sort of a psych uh, a check to see if uh, those are ghosts or spirits or if they're something else? Absolutely. Um. I'm gonna say make an alertness roll. Uh. And your target is like one. That is a negative one. Overall. I rolled three negatives and a plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, Thank you, Rainbow Dice Tower of Failure. <laughs> would you like to spend a fate point on that, or would you like Why, to just... Why, yes. <laughs> let's okay. Do, let's go. Grammy came to the tea party because I'm a medium psychic, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could even tag your your high concept if you want. Uh, um, I'll I'll hold on to that one for later. You can tag those th- uh, multiple times. Oh, okay. Let's do that one. I I have no fate points to buy those with though. Everybody starts with your refresh. So, uh, there's a mechanical thing at play here. Uh, everybody always starts uh, the campaign with a certain number of fate points, which is uh, there's a certain level of fate points we're at, which I think is seven. Uh, and people have spent uh, sort of what's called refresh on stunts and powers to make themselves cooler and more powerful, uh, but it means that they get fewer fate points at every refresh, and refreshes happen at the start of sessions. So at the start of this session, you all do have 
the number of fate points that you have for refresh. So you should have at least one. That's the adjusted refresh number? Yes. Okay, yeah, I have one, so that brings me down to zero for the for for now. But yeah, so I will I will tag that, please. <laughs> okay. These are ghosts. Uh, there oh. are definitely ghosts in there, and you are quite sure of that. Um, Do I recognize the- any of them? Five <laughs> <laughs> me, mate. <laughs> uh, not offhand. You don't recognize any of them immediately, uh, as you know, people you've talked to before. So now we're going to get into initiative order, which is determined by alertness. So could My I? Alertness is three. Okay. Uh, Albion is at three. And uh, Des, your alertness is one? Yep. Uh, Sylvester, what's your alertness? I think it's also one. Okay. And Ro? Mine is a two. Okay. Great. Uh, Des and Sylvester, which one of you would like to go first? Uh, I can go first. Okay. Great. So, Albion. Yes. Here you are I on see, the scene. I see zombies. Yes, you do. I see ghosts. Yes, you do. Uh, that are Civil War ghosts. Uh, Revolutionary War. Revolutionary War ghosts. I'm probably about to blow their tiny minds uh, with <laughs> my firepower. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. I don't need a gunpowder packet for this. It's it's a revolutionary thing. Not your kind of revolution, my kind of revolution. We're getting into semantics here. Anyway, it's a gun. Um, Witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, no, so Albion is gonna start kind of making his way against the crowd. And once he's clear and there's nothing between him and the zombies that is a person he could shoot, um, he's gonna draw his handgun, raise it, and start opening fire on him. Okay. Not the magic handgun, just a handgun. Okay. Uh, cool. Go for it. Roll guns. Actually, come to think of it, a gunshot would probably be the biggest way to cause a panic right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's not do that, actually. Albion is a vacationally smart. Uh, he's instead gonna, um, pull out one of his, what is essentially a, um, rod, a, uh, cold iron billy club, and just kind of be like, Hey! Dumbasses! <laughs> you're, right. uh, you're fucking gross! And then start hitting him with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, fair enough. Let's, let's get into it. Uh, I mean, he's better at quips when he's shooting things. Yeah, you, you right. spent all your that time is, working on quips for guns. That is all blanks, so that is a two weapons. Okay. Uh, great, great, great. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just have to make sure that I've got the correct stat block for these. Okay. Ooh. Page 111. Amazing. He's just going to start clubbing at their heads. Uh, not their heads, their limbs, actually. He's going to try and, like... Dis- He's hitting at the limbs and arms, trying to disable them. I mean, that makes sense. So... They're not yeah. They're not like the TV zombies. You can destroy their head. They're still kind of going to match a real angry lack. Okay. Uh, yep. 
So we're going to roll against your two. Okay. Uh, great. Okay. Uh, you, yeah, you are able to hit this zombie with, uh, I guess, what is, what weapon level is this particular billy club you have? Is that a weapon one, a weapon two? I mean, it's a billy club. I would imagine it's probably, it can't be more than a two. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, I think that, uh, it's, yeah, I, I'd say it's a two. Uh, it's a heavy, it's a heavy iron rod with a grip on it. Yeah, so. that's fair. Uh, okay, yeah. so great. Uh, that's a weapon too. So three, three stress goes through. Yeah. Great. Uh, love it. <clears throat> okay. Uh, he does not look extremely pleased. Uh, to have been hit that way. So. Uh, he's not going to do anything to you yet because it's not his turn. Instead, uh, yes, and I'll be like, "Hey, Des, you mind looking into that ghost problem if you ain't yet? That's kind of more up your alley." <laughs> I'm right. trying. Okay, so, uh, Ro, it is your turn. So, uh, Ro has an aluminum bat that she has brought from her house. She's okay. gonna swing and try to hit something. Okay. Um, great. Are you just gonna go for whatever's nearest to you? I whatever is nearest and looks dangerous, not like a civilian. Yes. Yes. Naturally. Okay. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. You have. You have. I guess. Uh, I would say a skeleton in relative reach to you. Yeah. I'm a. Roll weapons. Swing and it hit. Okay. That. Oh, that's that's not great. Is a negative one. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's do a roll. Awesome. These rolls are fantastic. <laughs> oh no. So, uh, what is your weapons score? Um, a zero. Okay. So you rolled a minus one and it defended. <laughs> uh. With also minus one, which means, unfortunately for you, it does not actually do it damage. It just, as you swing the bat towards it, you're. I think you're still kind of getting used to, A, that this is a thing that's happening, and B, uh, the, the dark uh, that you've stepped outside into, so it's not the best swing in the world. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it just sort of it just sort of grabs your bat for a second and you just <laughs> you, you hear sort of like <laughs> as it as it sort of adjusts its its bones uh but you have not dealt it damage unfortunately so sylvester That's fair. are there still civilians around it's just that one injured dude um it it seems like everybody was pretty much smart enough to just get out of get out of dodge except for people that you know have been injured <clears throat> All right. Well, I guess I'm going to try to get the nearest injured person, I guess, and bring them away from this bullshit. <laughs> okay. Uh, that sounds good to me. Um, cool. I think that's going to be a. That sounds like a might roll. Okay. Uh, you're gonna this this person is you know in decent shape, so I'm gonna say this is a might of two to uh, get them to a safe place. Watch me fuck this up. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, what is your what's your might score? It's like one. Okay, and you rolled a zero, so yeah. that's one. Um, if you want to drop a fate point to guarantee you do it successfully, I, I think you can justify that. Yeah, sure. All right, which aspect would you like to tag to um, to do so? Uh, endurance. Oh, it's it's one of your character aspects. So, oh. uh, yeah. So uh, that stunts. Uh, that no, does... it's just it's stuff like butt kicking butt doctor. Oh, so uh, I guess three legged horse. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Um, you do know how to move an injured person, and you have gone through and recovered from your own injury, so you're willing to power through. So great. Uh, yep. So you have moved this person uh, into relative safety, and in doing so, have attracted the attention of uh, something sinister. So uh, the zombie, what done? Take a swipe at this guy is now uh, sort of paying attention to you. So it seems like you're going to be uh, engaged shortly. Okay. Uh, congratulations, by the way, on your engagement. Uh, Desdemona. Engaged to be yeah. married. <laughs> no, it's a bad pun because Mike sucks. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, so, Desdemona, what are you going to do when confronted with this scene? All right, can I try to do some sort of magic thing where I try to maybe get the ghost to just stop or dispel or something? Well, you definitely have you definitely have magic. Uh, and it's very much spirit magic, which is the correct element. Um, you have some rote spells, don't you? Uh, yeah, the the one that um, so I'm not sure if I would be going for my attack or my counter spell or my anchor spirit to the earth. I mean, okay, so with magic, you get a cool thing that's called rote spells. These are just things you know how to do, so you have to do a little bit fewer. You have to do a little bit less work to control this magic so it's just a little more convenient for the caster um i'd say that bind spirit to earth seems like the sort of thing you would want to do in this circumstance all right so i'll cast leganta then all right so that is uh how many shifts of power is that you mean like is that the number that i have next to it yes three okay it's a maneuver so you need to summon uh, you you can summon three shifts of power you know you can because it's a rote spell so normally casting a spell you have to make a conviction roll to summon the power and then a discipline roll to control it but because you know you can do this reliably it's just the discipline roll to control the three shifts of power so let's go for it alright that is a three alright <clears throat> so with that result, uh, it's not pretty, but it works. I'm going to say that you are able to... Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, you know what? That's fine. I'm going to... I'll give it to you this way. Um, you bind one of the spirits, uh, one of the sort of apparent drum core type of spirits uh, who's walking along next to someone playing a fife. And... Uh, you sort of spectral energy curls around this thing and you grab it uh, and it sort of stops moving and thereby stops drumming. 
At which point, the spe- the uh, the zombies sort of just stop, and they fall. Cool. Uh, however, there are quite a few other spirits, and they seem to be uh, not too pleased with their circumstances until the zombies start dropping, and they uh, are confused, but they seem to be kind of happy with this result. It's their turn. <laughs> And a lot of them start taking shots with just ga- ghostly revolutionary war muskets, um, just sort of at the general direction of the skeletons, but also you, because you are over there. So everybody, are you're going to have to make an athletics roll to dodge, and I'm going to give a big old roll here. All right. So, to to successfully dodge out of all the way of this, you need to beat a three. Yay, I got a four. I got a three. I got a one. All right. And Gwen? Hold on, dude. What was this plus? Uh, this is plus your athletics to dodge. All right. I got a negative... Uh, yeah, minus two. <laughs> you cut out there a little bit. Sorry. It's a, a minus two. Uh, could you just type your overall result in the chat? Sorry. Wow. So yeah. your athletics is a zero. Correct. Awesome. Okay. Because I think so. I switched that out with a different thing and now I'm mad. Okay, good. So, um, <laughs> the successful Dodgers were Albion and Sylvester, correct? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, sports and, boys. <laughs> yes. And Des, what was your overall total roll? It was a one because I also have a zero in athletics. Okay. So, awesome. All right. So, the this group of soldiers takes aim and they fire in sort of a coordinated coordinated way, as one might expect, uh, from mass fire tactics of musket-bearing revolutionary war soldiers. So a stream of uh, sort of green translucent balls fly your direction. Uh, Sylvester, you're able to sort of hit the dirt uh, without anything hitting you. Albion, it seems uh, you, you're you also able to avoid being struck by these. Uh, but, Des, one of these sort of uh, translucent bullets manages to pass through uh, your arm, and you are dealt two mental damage. Alright, so I'm just crossing off the actual two circle, right? That's correct. Okay. Yes. Any chance since I'm some of my magic is restored with spirit energy, is it possible that any of that is charging me right now? Uh not no. Not like this. Okay. Um No, uh, and also for your uh rote spell you did take a one mental stress hit. Ah. So you have your one and your two slot filled in. Why yes I do. Okay. Uh, Row, on the other hand, mm-hmm. is uh, you have 
five shifts of mental damage coming your way. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> well, uh, it's happening. So this uh, <laughs> this barrage of uh, you happen to be just in the wrong place at the wrong time, and two of these uh, transparent musket balls pass through you. One of them, like through good solid meat of you, but it doesn't Ugh. hurt the way you would expect a bullet to. But it definitely, mm-hmm. it definitely feels like something that hurts somewhere inside. So how are you going to get out of being taken out by this? Um, how do I approach this? So there are a couple different options you have. You can spend fate points to apply your aspects to try to get plus twos on your athletics roll and you can also take consequences to mitigate the damage by a certain amount, but those uh, consequences will be on you for a moment or longer. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to use a fate point to not die. Okay. Uh, what aspect are you going to tag in order to increase your uh, athletics roll versus uh, incoming musket fire? Um... I'm going to go with monsters aren't real, idiot, because obviously they're right here, but like, I don't know if they're actually real. Okay. Um, Okay, I'm going to say that that gives you a sort of willpower thing versus attack on soul, Mm -hmm. which is currently what's occurring. Yeah. Uh, So, okay. Um. Yeah, you know, I think I can justify that narratively. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, okay, one of your good. one of your aspects is called "Monsters Aren't Real, Idiot," even though you definitely have to confront the fact that they are. Um, I, I do enjoy yeah. this a lot that you are still sort of <laughs> grappling with unwillingness <laughs> to deal with reality. Okay, mm-hmm. so that is a three mental stress hit as it, you do feel something pass through you, and it does do pain mm-hmm. alright uh, and that is back to the top of initiative also uh, these skeletons seem to yep. have actually been injured by this so it seems like this did something to them they, they seem upset uh, they start turning on the ghosts it looks like so what's yeah. up Albion uh, Albion's just gonna Stand up and just look at them and be like, Hey! Fucking mind! That bad ain't charge or something! Collateral damage, you idiots! Uh, then he's going to, um... I mean... Can, he, can I see Ro where I am now? Uh, yes. You, everybody is currently in view of each other. You're all in the uh, same just- zone. Albion's just gonna stop and be like, holy shit, bro. Uh, and then he is gonna just sprint over and attack the closest thing to Ro. Okay. Uh, it's the same I mean, zone, so fortunately you don't need to make a sprint roll, but uh, go for it. Make yeah, a roll. Uh, make it's an a attack. skeleton, right? Yes. Alright, cool. I mean, she, she and Dez are in close and approximately, but I'm not just abandoning Dez, right? 
No, it's it's an it's a whole. You're you're just in the same zone. So. Cool. All right. So that is a plus one. So that is a three attack. Okay. And, well, um, uh, the skeleton rolled a minus two on its defense, and it doesn't know better to drop a fate point or anything. So you swing a ton of damage into the skeleton. <laughs> Uh, that's five shifts plus the two for weapon two. So seven shifts of damage onto this thing. Um, the head just kind of goes flying away. And you can see uh, in what would be hilarious fashion if the circumstances were not, you know, life-threatening, the skeleton just sort of, uh, its arms flailing sort of like, huh, huh, what, huh? Uh, it, it's yeah. clearly it's clearly quite confused uh, about its current situation, and it just sort of tumbles over and just sort of spasms like, basically like its shoulders like what? What's going on? But it's it's clearly not a threat anymore. Yeah, Abby's yeah. gonna look at Des and just tug down his um, mask yeah. for a moment so she can see his face. Just be like, no, not Des, uh, Row, and he's gonna tug down his mask enough so she can see his face. Just be like. Hi, howdy. Hello, you doing here? And put it back up. <laughs> well, Ro, it is your turn. All right. Um, I'm very surprised to see that Albion's here. So I just kind of wave, nod, and then swing at another thing in my area. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So there is something. Uh, there's another one. You have to do a little bit of a run to get there. So make me a weapons roll. All right. That's a zero. Okay. Well, uh, unfortunately for you, you are apparently now so surprised by seeing Albion that uh, this one also fails to Gwen, connect. Do you, um, you have a plus two to your huh? weapons, right? I do not. Oh, okay. Never mind then. All right. Uh, unfortunately for you, this also seems to fail to connect. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, first Eat combat of the game. How's weapon. it going? <laughs> How are we doing? As far as I'm concerned, it's fun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Albion. Uh, all right, Ro. So, um, yeah, this just doesn't seem to really bother it that much. Uh, maybe you just didn't hit the skeleton in a very good spot or anything, but it just kind of clicks and clacks and... Uh, doesn't seem to pay you that much mind. Um, Sylvester. Yes. What's up? Uh, that thing that's coming near me. I'm gonna kick it. Well, it already <laughs> fell over. Um, oh. Yeah, once Desdemona... down or is it good? Uh, once Desdemona did a, a bind action on the drummer, it seems like all of the zombie type things just kind of fell over. Okay, and whatever. It's not it's not currently moving. Alright. So I guess I'm just gonna is this guy that I'm escorting safe now, or is he still need carrying? He's been moved out of harm's way, but you wouldn't know for sure uh how bad he is without actually taking a look. So, right, so I guess I'm gonna see how bad he's fucked up. Alright. Um I th- yeah, I think that can we can go with um yeah, medical attention. Great. That's a scholarship roll. Hey. So your your target on this one uh, is a three. Okay. Actually, no, this one's a two. 
All right, so I got a six. Okay. Uh, yeah. So not only do you succeed this check, but you succeed it extremely well. So I be a doctor. It's true. You be a doctor. Uh, so. Uh, you can definitely identify that uh, this thing uh, not only got a strong hit that knocked him to the ground, but definitely raked some claws uh, across this fellow. So he is bleeding. Okay. But because you rolled so well, you know that it's not immediately life-threatening, but getting struck by uh, something or anything like that cannot be good, and there's definite risk of infection uh, from being struck by something that's apparently dead. So I will I'll say that on your next roll, uh, if you choose to assist this person, um, you're going to get a plus one on your next one because we're going to use the optional spin rule on that. You were so good at checking out this guy. Uh, and his injuries that you're going to actually be more successful at treating it next round. Cool. Uh, great. So we move on to... Oh, I keep trying to open up the wrong thing for the initiative. Desdemona! I was wondering if it was possible for me to try to talk with the bound spirit for a moment. Yeah, you know what? Absolutely. Um, okay, so I crouch down on the ground. I kind of put my hands up in a sort of like a menacing, magic-looking, like, you know, threatening manner. And then I go, what the hell is going on? It's not Halloween. I know that much. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you should be rolling a uh, rapport. That would be a four. Fantastic. All right. It's going to roll against that. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a big oh, old no. minus three on that roll. Uh, amazing. So that's a huge social hit on this thing. Um, Start singing. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? You've you've functionally taken him out of this scene with that disparity. Uh, and he, he explains, uh, the, the, the strangest thing, uh, this, this guy is talking in a very old style of English, which is not too out of your wheelhouse. Cause you know, you do talk to spirits of, uh, you do talk to spirits that have been dead for a while. You did talk to that civil war soldier. So revolutionary war style of English isn't too far of a stretch. Um, the strangest thing, though, is that he seems to be describing an active fight against the Redcoats uh, to prevent them from seizing the harbor. It's 2020. The harbor's been seized. Uh, he just kind of very confusedly dissipates into ectoplasm. Damn it! <laughs> I mean, you you took him out of the scene, so uh, yeah, you 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 definitely he's gone. Uh, but he's definitely no longer a threat. Ladies so, and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Eggnog, Desdemona's place. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so 
at this point in time, the the skeletons just kind of fall upon the ghosts, uh, and the uh, there seems to be a lot of close quarters combat that you might expect out of uh, you know a revolutionary war film. Uh, you know, a lot of ghost bayonets and a lot of skeletons. So it seems like they're pretty much occupied with each other at this point. Uh, Albion. Yes. It's your turn. Um, there's still skeletons to be whacking, and, um, Albion is just kind of trying to buy Dez time to figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah, but whack and thwack don't work on the undead. (sighs) Is that a, is that a reference to Dragon Quest? Yes. Because I haven't played that, so I don't (laughs) get it. I'm just gonna hit him with my stick. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, try to hit a skeleton with Alvin's a stick. Alvin's gonna hit another skeleton with a stick. And, uh, alrighty. That is plus two, so that is, um, four attack. Ooh, oof. Okay. Well, Albion, you continue to prove yourself to be very effective at skeleton murdering. Um, <laughs> this... I'm just trying to keep him off of people right now. Uh, it, yeah, it seems like um, you go in and you bop this thing real hard. Uh, I'll just say, like, you you take it out at the kneecaps and it comically just sort of through the air and cl- crashes down to just a clatter of bones. Uh, the yeah. the ghostly soldier uh, doesn't even seem to acknowledge you at that point. It just sort of moves on to assisting one of his comrades and trying to fight off these skeletons. See, now he's annoyed, because he's not even getting credit for it. Uh, um, it yeah, it seems like at this point, <laughs> nobody is terribly occupied with you. Cool. Uh, in that case, Alvin is going to... I, I can see the big boat floating over the harbor, right? Uh, yeah, with your with your it's, line it, of with your line of sight down. It's in the down, air, right? Can. What's that? So is it floating above the water or in the water? Uh, it is impossible to tell at this angle. Cool. Well, that's a problem we're going to have to solve. Uh, he's just going to kind of point it at it and be like, Dez! Right there! Oh my god. The you ship? Are not, you are not Clint McElroy. I, I will not have this. <laughs> uh, there! Uh, uh, yeah, I know right you're there. from Oklahoma, but we can have a hootenanny later. Ro, it's your turn. <laughs> All right. I'm going if anyone to... hasn't listened to Taz Hoot and Nanny, please do. It's a delight. It is a delight. I just I just finished it yesterday. Oh my Very gosh. good. Uh, Take it from me, the Ro real Willie Nelson. To... <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, Ro is going to use one of her actual skills and is going to sneak up behind a skeleton and try to choke hold slash take off its head. Slit its throat! <laughs> Okay. Drain what's, its blood. So what skill are we using? Get a bag, Johnny. <laughs> so, um, I was gonna try to use stealth to sneak. Um, I don't know about the head removing, though. Okay. Um, I'm... Okay, I'm, so let's sneak. Go for it. I'm into this. So basically, I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna say that you're doing two actions this round, where your primary action is uh, stealthing. And now. your supplementary action mm-hmm. is that you're trying to 
decapitate this thing. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, your supplementary roll is going to be at a minus one, but if you can put a tag on this thing that you are just snuck up on it, I think that'll give you the a good plus two tag. So overall, you'll have a, a plus one to try to get, beat this thing in one go <laughs> if you succeed at your sneak. So yeah. let's do this complicated mechanical roulette. Uh, I'm going to call this, uh, since it's distracted, um, I'm going to call this a stealth check of two. Okay. That is a okay. Total. Wow, you've just rolled nothing but negatives today. Okay, <laughs> but but I'm, I'm gonna try. That is a success. Time. You are able to put a maneuver on this thing that, uh, since it didn't seem to be too focused on you anyway, you are able to sneak up on it. So it is extra surprised when you go for the decapitation. So. What yeah. skill are you going to be using for this? I have to know. Um, can I use endurance because it's going to take a while to rip off its head? I don't think that's exactly <laughs> what the endurance skill is for. That's more of a thing that you would, that justification would work for yeah, might, honestly. Are you going to, you're going to do it with your fists, um, like your hands. Yeah. I don't have anything that's going to directly be great, so just a uh, good old fashioned head tear. I don't. Do you want to use might or do you want to use fists? Use fists. Um, either way, it's a zero. So okay, let's, do let's just might. do a straight up might contest. Uh, <laughs> to put a decapitation. Um. Oh boy. Do it for Outworld. I get a one. And it got a minus one on top of its normal score. So uh, <laughs> it set a challenge and you actually cleared it. So congratulations. You have pulled the head off of the skeleton. <laughs> and I'm I'm impressed. Uh, the skeleton like almost seems cool. impressed too, even though it cannot emote <laughs> in any fashion. Um <laughs> <laughs> other than you know big broad smile uh so the 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 ghostly soldier in front of you again doesn't seem to be paying much attention to you but it goes to try to help one of its its comrades against you know the currently dwindling number of skeletons i believe <laughs> that makes it our friend sylvester's turn yay all right so i guess i gotta patch this guy up or something yeah, so I, I assume that you have some sort of antiseptic. Yes. Obviously. All right. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think in one round you should be able to appropriately uh treat this guy so he's not in any life threatening danger. So um to do so we're gonna call that a I think a a three uh against your scholarship medicine. Okay. And you do have the plus one spin from your great success last time. Yep. Still three. Uh, well, four. with the yeah, it's so it's a four. So, uh, you win this check, which means that you are you definitely have stabilized this individual. Uh, I think you'd probably have like put some some sort of like gauze around, just be like, hold this tight, dummy. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. Uh, yeah. Because honestly, all you really need to do is just sort of make sure that this guy isn't gonna bleed out so 
you've probably like quickly sterilized the uh, the wound areas and um, put uh, put some sort of bandage on there, uh, like some some sort of gauze around, so that it's it's got pressure. So okay, uh, I, I'll say that yeah, you've definitely succeeded in making sure that this guy's stable and will not bleed out by the time emergency vehicles uh, emergency personnel arrive. Hooray! So good job. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you want to do? Like you could move or you could attempt something else, uh, but it would be pretty heavily penalized at this point because that was a par- fairly substantial action. I mean, is there anyone else around? Uh, it doesn't seem like there's anyone else that's currently around. Uh, everyone else kind of got the hell out. Okay. So I'm going to be like, yo, well, I mean, next turn I'll just move, I guess, to help everybody else since right now he seems okay. Okay. Uh, so for yep. now, I'll just for now I'll just stick with him. Sure, uh, you do have you know you do have line of sight down uh, to the down to the lake, and you do notice there is some stuff going on down there, including some sort of boat. Yeah, what the fuck's up with that? So, uh, yeah, uh, it's it seems like a weird old ship. Down. Uh, so, okay, moving on to Desdemona. Well, Clint Mackle, I mean, Albion pointed at the ship. <laughs> so, yeah, he did. Um, um, can I cast Aggresso on the ship? It is many zones away. Ah, um, can I start heading towards the ship? Uh, you could do that. It is several blocks downhill. Hmm. And you did arrive in a car. Yeah. Ah, I see what you mean. Um, so he's pointing to... The, so, so Desdemona sees that, uh, you know, the that a ship is important. So sh- does Albion have his keys? Did he leave the car idling? I have my keys. Um, she she throws her hand up above her head and yells, "Albion, your keys!" <laughs> what about them? I need them. Well, I'm driving. Then get to the car. <laughs> uh, as a group, are you basically making the decision to just uh get in the car and go? I want to. Yeah. Uh, sure. If the skeletons aren't presenting a risk to the local populace anymore. Uh, it is their turn, so they, uh, they basically just spend their time kind of engaging with these, these ghosts, and the ghosts seem to be engaging back with them. Uh, and the numbers on each side are currently just sort of dwindling, uh, as they, as they do. So... Yeah, the current situation is there don't seem to be any civilians around other than this individual that um, uh, Sylvester was able to patch up. And I'm going to say that he started moving away after you, you know, provided some medical assistance and he knows that he's not in dire need. He's going to start moving on his own. So, yep. So it seems like there's nobody immediately around and these things are just kind of fighting each other. Cool. All right. All right. Uh, well, hey, Sylvester. Uh, I'm a. How you been, bud? Albion says as he's running to the car. Uh, eh. 
Yeah, it's a kind of a weird day, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's been God, a weird like, year so far. Yeah, God, it's like we never left that field in the middle of nowhere. That was on fire. Anyway, that's... <laughs> it was almost poetic, and then you ruined it as usual. <laughs> I missed you guys. I missed you too, bud. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, yeah, as a... Is, is Roe getting in the car is the question. What? Oh, yes, yes, I, uh, yeah, I am Alvin just looks over in the backseat, she's like, uh, so, Roe, the hell are you doing here? I'm, I'm helping. <laughs> and I hold up my bat. <laughs> good to see I you, mean... Roe. <laughs> are Wait, you okay? Des, you know Roe. It's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Freaked out, but yeah, we know each other. From, from way back. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ, it's a small <laughs> world. And Albion's gonna start driving down the hill. Weaving okay. around zombie corpses. Alright. <clears throat> okay. Uh, <laughs> he does that, not have good enough insurance to cover that. That is totally fair. <laughs> Again, too uninsured for this. Alright, so the first scene of our, our whole thing was just zombie skeletons and ghosts, oh my. Uh, happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, Happy New Year. Well, I'm glad I'm mostly sober. Oh, actually, I do need everybody to make a an alertness roll as you guys are uh, uh, clearing out. Um, alertness and the target is four. Holy That's a one. Hey, Gwen, you need real dice. <sighs> yeah, I'm a negative two. I'm gonna get some I have some extra time. dice, uh, Gwen, if you uh, want any. I have you two. Okay. Uh, I got a five. Oh. Wow. Albion. So alert. So, so basically, the only person who can roll well consistently is Tom. Yeah, basically. Well, okay. I mean, actually, no, Darius, you've been rolling really well <laughs> generally. Uh, Albion. You yeah. you are able to notice something peculiar as you're going, because uh, you were entangled with uh, various uh, you know various enemies and stuff. Um, one of the uh, since the zombies stopped moving and were just sort of dead on the ground, uh, and there were you know ghosts around for a little bit, uh, you were able to notice something peculiar. Yep. One of the uh, you just you see one of the zombies as you're running past and something about it sort of makes you stop and do a double take and look back to one of the ghosts. Uh, it's a little hard to tell because he's translucent and the zombie is, you know, rather um, uh, bloated and sort of disgusting looking. It, they look like they could be related. Oh, if not, well, like maybe you can't say for sure. Guy. You can't say for sure, but uh, it, yeah, they they have a odd sort of similarity in appearance. We uh, we might be dealing with ghosts fighting their own bodies, and that is a a whole hell of a lot of confusing situation. Hello, this is Michael, your GM, calling in with 
relationship advice. That's what I do on this show. I call in for relationship advice. That's not how that works. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of Green Mountain Mysteries. We are all super excited to be playing this game and putting this out there on the internet for everybody to enjoy. Really hope you're having a lot of fun listening to it. There are just a few people that I absolutely have to thank before we go any further in the episode. Obviously, I would love to say thank you again to Tom, Christine, Gwen, and Darius for agreeing to play in this uh, grand experiment of ours. And thank you so much to Seth for writing the adventure, which I'm just so excited to hear everyone play through this. It goes to some really interesting places, so stick with it. Uh, the adventure is going to get real weird. I would love to thank the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting our show. Thank you so much to Brody and Daniel for everything that they do, all the wonderful work that they do running the network. I want to say a huge thank you to everybody that helped me to record the theme music for the podcast. On acoustic guitar, we have my friend Michael Bodalio, an absolutely fabulous guitarist. You can find him on Twitter at Bodalio Music. That is B-E-A-U-D-A-L-L-E-O Music. Uh, on mandolin is Cat Faber. You can find her on Twitter at Cat Sitting Still. On the upright bass is Steve Roy. And on the cello is Nathaniel Kellogg. And on drums is Carrie Sitak. And I want to give a big thanks to you. Yes, you with the headphones or in the car right now. I want to thank you so much for listening. Uh, we've put a lot of hard work and effort into this, and I cannot wait to. Uh, go on this adventure with you well okay not with you per se but uh i mean you know what i mean i'll be there in spirit in your car or in your earbuds this has gotten really uh out of hand so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna cut to the ad break now uh we don't have any sponsors this week but uh hopefully that will change in the future Oh, and before I forget, you can follow us on social media on Twitter at GMMCast. You can see updates about the show there. If you want to tweet about the show, use the GMMCast hashtag, and you can find us on Facebook at Green Mountain Mysteries. Anyway, back to the episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, Game Master of the actual play podcast, No Dice. Join magic assholes, Ixen. There's a score between me and doors, and so far, doors are zero. Perry. They definitely have a lot of daggers happening. They're, they're hiding in various spaces. Sayersha. I always love getting stories from adventurers. I, I really wish I could just have, you know, one of my own. And a whole host of guest players. You can find No Dice on the first Friday of every month on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or PocketPodcastNetwork.com. Uh, we cut back to you as you are carefully driving uh, around sort of zombified corpses and skeletons and ghosts and driving as quickly as you can, uh, making sure that you're avoiding any obvious hazards or pedestrians uh, down to the shore. Uh, remind me what car you have again, because this is such a fun mental image. Today I'm seeing Gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> if, if only it's a <sighs> it's actually a rabbit so at the first hard turn it just flips right over mm -hmm. it's 1961 um, dodge de soto a hyundai he's driving a hyundai sonata oh okay. my god <laughs> all right no is it a yeah it's a sonata okay i think let me it's double check. Nissan stanza i need to google it It'd be, you picked it specifically for trunk space if i recall yeah it's powder blue <laughs> What yeah, what color is it again? Uh dark. 
blue, probably. <laughs> yeah. the, just kind of a dark color. The color is dark. Take my Nissan Stanza. Is it the color of my mouse? Ah, probably. That's so, nice blue. So you got a Hyundai Sonata, you'd say? Um, yeah, I believe it's a Sonata. It's the car with one of the biggest trunks in the in the game available. <clears throat> in the game. Okay. So, uh, we all right. Actually, yeah, I like this. So we return to Albion driving as carefully as he can around zombie corpses. You don't want to get those on your Hyundai Sonata and skeletons don't mess with my and discount. ghosts. <laughs> Uh, so we we see this we see this dark four door sedan tra- darting down the uh, the Burlington Street in the pre dawn dark, uh, uh, moving like uh, some sort of poetic object that I'm struggling to say right now. Knife in the dark, sure, uh, wonderful. So it, you, you go. D- this was this is incredible. I love it. Are you guys enjoying the podcast? How's it going so far? I, th- I think it's going wonderfully. Tweet at us anyway, and let us know. before I embarrass myself more, you make your way down to uh, down to the the shore. Uh, down at the down at the shore area, there is a there is a parking area that you can pull off into, uh, and you see the dock where ferries are typically launched from uh, that go out and take tours of the lake. But uh, right now, nothing is running. Obviously. And there are no fairies out on the water, but there is this mysterious ghostly vessel. Uh, it appears to be a Revolutionary War era ship, and there are uh, there are indeed some ghosts that seem to be doing battle with well zombies of of a kind, and you're not quite sure exactly what's going on here. But uh, this is the scene that is presented to you as you sort of whip into half of a parking space and let yourselves out into the scene. What do you do? Uh, I'm just going to real quick pay for parking. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's your turn. Bro, what are you doing? (laughs) Look, meter mates are merciless, man. (laughs) It could be meter men. It's 2019. No, it's 2020. Yeah, it's 2020. It's 2020. And uh, it's, it's New Year's Eve. Of course, they're going to be ticketing people tonight of all nights. <laughs> Someone's so got burned right in too parking. many times. Um, all right, Albion, you go over, you run over to the meter, uh, <laughs> sort of putting aside all of your other concerns for uh, potentially the safety of others around you, the fact that there are monsters on the loose, and you run up to the, the meter and it says, uh, happy holidays and sort of has taped over the spot where you would insert a card. Uh, it is okay. New Year's and they're not charging for parking down here right now. Okay, cool. Can I choose to do something? Hell yeah. Can I do something else then, please? Nope, that was your turn. Ro. <laughs> How unrealistic. Okay. Um, Truly, this is so a work of fiction. How far away from this ship are we now? <laughs> Um, so the, the ghost ship is sitting, uh, not very far away. Uh, it's actually sitting right near the actual dock where they, uh, with the, you know, the restaurant and the sitting area built in, uh, enough that you can see, uh, some of the ghostly revolutionary war figures on the ship actually 
like taking aim at the zombies that are sort of crawling their way further onto the land. Okay. Um, is there a visible entrance to the ship? There is not a visible entrance to the ship. Uh, the ship is not docked at present. It's uh, just sort of floating, and you would actually have to swim to even get to it. Okay. Not very far, but you it's, it's clearly enough that you would have to be swimming. Yeah, and it's January. I'm not getting it my ass January. in that water. Um, <laughs> yeah, not in not in Lake Champlain in January for sure. <laughs> so, oh, I don't know what what I would do right now. Um. Well, you can you can choose to try to investigate the scene a little more thoroughly if you like. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. Is there? I'm gonna look and see if there's anything that stands out. Obviously, aside from monsters. Um, <laughs> If there's anything right. that's really like noticeable about this situation, okay, um, make me an alertness roll. I'm gonna go with a target two. That is a two. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. I did it. <laughs> uh, yes. So you can hear a rhythmic sound. <clears throat> you can't identify the point of origin quite yet but you do know that there is some sort of uh, rhythmic pulsing. And uh, you... You know what? I'm going to give you a lore check on this one, and I'm going to make this one also a target, too, based on circumstances. Okay. That is a zero. Okay. Uh, you can turn in a fate point to try to make this lore roll if you like. Um, yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay, uh, what aspect are you going to tag for that? I'm going to go with I'm all in, baby. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, explain how that justifies you knowing a thing based on context clues. I would like to think that over the past couple months, Ro has spent a lot of time in the library and read some books, so now she knows some things. <laughs> she has gone okay. all in on educating herself. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I don't think this information would necessarily be contained in any of the books in uh, the library, but you know what? I do like your justification for that, that you've done <laughs> some sort of study uh, into things. So, mm -hmm. okay. You know what? I'll buy it. Uh, give me a cool. fate point. All right. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Okay, so, uh, given the context clues of the situation, um, you remember when Desdemona did something? Because uh, she did say a word, and then the the drummer person, uh, the drummer goes, stop moving. And mm -hmm. when he stopped drumming, the zombies just <clears throat> all plopped and fell to the ground. So you hear this rhythmic pulse. I still don't know quite where it's coming from, but... You feel like it definitely has something to do with the zombies. I'm getting total silence. Yeah, you cut out. Something to do oh, with no. what? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, you, you, f you hear this, uh, the rhythmic thing you are pretty sure is tied to the zombies and how they are moving. Okay. All right. Huh. Is there anything you would like to do on the rest of your turn? 
Can I see if any of these zombies or skeletons have drums? Okay. Uh, it. I'll, I'll take it off of your previous alertness roll. Uh, it does not look that way. Okay. Oh, man. Got to work on that connection because uh, either I drop out or you drop out. Gwen? Yeah, I just, I just heard either I drop out or you drop out. Oh, man. Um, that's a bummer. Uh, okay, yeah, no, um, it, it look you can't see any zombies with percussive implements or skeletons. Okay, all right. That or is, yeah, or, or ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> nope. Okay, that is probably going to be the end of my turn then. Yeah, that's a lot of action stuffed in, especially given that this is the <laughs> same amount of time as Albion went running for uh, a, a parking meter. <laughs> And tried to tried to pay for it, and then it, the screen lit up, and it lit up the backlit the the, the taped on piece of paper that said "Happy Holidays." Um, <sighs> Sylvester, yes. Uh, what are you up to? Uh, I don't know. How's going? Okay. Well. You are confronted with a ghost ship, and there are definitely some zombies that have crawled their way to land out of the water. Okay. Uh, is there something that I can wield as a stick? Uh, I think that might be I a got question for Albion. I got stuff in my trunk. Okay. I'm going to get a stick out of his trunk. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with, uh, you, you just reach in there and grab the first whoop-ass type thing you can find. And it's a gun. Perfect. It is a gun that you are apparently planning to wield like a club. Albie just looks back, it's like, I mean, I have, like, an axe. Like, just grab the hatchet, man. It's funny, because in Double Dragon Neon, if you actually pick up a gun, the Lee brothers can't shoot people with it. They just beat people with it. So are you going to just do that, or are you going to actually find the axe? Yeah, I'm actually just going to beat them with the gun. It's funnier that way. Okay. <laughs> if you would like, you can make an attempt to do so at the moment. I will do that. Okay. Um, wonderful. So you get up into the face of uh something that uh, is dead and is a walk-in. So roll, I believe, a weapons attack for this. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he rolled pretty well. So maybe take an actual weapon. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, it doesn't seem to really stick. Uh, this thing just sort of shrugs into it and seems unaffected by your attempt to strike it. Okay. Uh, it's a little awkward holding a gun as a club, so I'm gonna say that um, you the improvised weapon is not super great. Yeah, I probably for... just kicked it. <laughs> I mean, you are literally studying capoeira. This is true. And your your leg actually is back to being properly healed at this point. So yes. you got them soccer kicks. That's true. <clears throat> All right. So we have taken a round to learn that you probably should have just kicked it. Yep. Desdemona. <laughs> All right. Um, I was wondering if I could do sort of roll 
for scholarship with my history background to see if there's any information that I actually knew with my history major know about the ship. I like this a lot. Okay. Uh, yes, absolutely. That's a thing you can do. All right. Well, that is going it's, to be. It's going to be a, a one. That's going to be a one. Oh boy. Okay. Um, I missed class that day, didn't I? <laughs> that, or you just don't have the appropriate information based on what you're looking at yet. So. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with you're trying to figure this one out, but it's just you just have not come to a conclusion on it. Like you just don't have enough information from the ghostly ship to remember. Doesn't even have a name or anything or a figurehead on the front or. Well, I think that that would be an investigation role to obtain more information because this is all happening fairly quickly. Should so. I should I do that? Um, I'm gonna say or that. Is that Different turn. I'm going to call that next turn, because, uh, okay. yeah, that, that's going to be okay. somewhat intensive. Yep. By the way, um, I should mention that uh, your stress cleared from the last scene, because this is a new scene. Hooray. Perfect. So anybody who took stress in the last scene uh, can erase that from your sheet. Wow. So at me next time. All right. Um, yeah. So... As you're uh, trying to put this whole scene together, uh, you, you all are starting to notice the sort of rhythmic sound coming from somewhere. Uh, Ro, in particular, uh, sort of heard that and pointed it out. Um, it was, at first, I guess it was a little difficult because you do start to realize that there are police sirens. And uh, the flashing lights that you saw from down this way earlier, yep. They are still there. They're still around. Um, there are some sort of uh, emergency presence in the area. Uh, but you haven't engaged with anybody from law enforcement or any emergency personnel yet. But you know that they are nearby. It just seems prudent to get down there and deal with this uh, as quickly as possible. So... That brings us back to Albion. In the meantime, the, the skeletons, uh, well, the zombies and the uh, ghost crew of the ghost ship have sort of been engaging at each other. Like, the, the zombies are just kind of trying to figure out, like, just sort of stumbling around, and the ghosts are just sort of shooting at them. So what would you do? Would you, what would you like to do, Albion? Uh, oh, I should actually give you an alertness roll real quick. All right. All fours, baby. Uh, all pluses? Yes, that is a seven. Okay, well, that absolutely beats the target of two. <clears throat> In fact, it beats it so well, uh, you uh, you realize that you are actually not that far from whatever is making that rhythmic sort of sound. Uh, by running toward the parking meter, you actually positioned yourself closer to where the sound is coming from, and you can pretty much pick up on right where the source of it is, given the exceedingly good roll that you just had. So, right, where is where is it at? Uh, you you know the direction that you have to go to get to it, uh, but you do not see it currently. All right. Well, first thing I'm going to do is snatch my shotgun back out of um out of Sylvester's hands. Okay, like, Give me that. <laughs> 
Just g- give him that. And I then it was a different um, gun. All right, never mind. <laughs> uh, and then Albion's gonna um, kind of look down at. He's like, I hear the drumming's coming from down here. Okay. Uh, uh, are you gonna move to? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna mo- I'm gonna go check it out. Okay. Uh, you find you find a, a portable music player, like a boombox, and uh, the the bass knob on it is just cranked all the way up. So it seems like there's some kind of music playing, but just like it, it's it's sort of drowned out in the bassiness of it that you can't tell what what the music is. Ace of bass. <laughs> yes. You saw the sign, and it opened up your eyes, and here it is at your feet. <laughs> what do? That, yeah, so um, Albion's do? gonna... Albion just kind of... Is it a CD or, like, a digital? Um, I, you know what? I'm gonna say that this is fairly Maybe analog. I, I'm gonna actually say that this is, like, a, a cassette boombox. Vinyl. Ooh. Yeah, Albion's gonna just pop open the cassette um, thing. Okay. Stop it, Blaine. I thought he was going to shoot it. <laughs> you know, not Damn all it. of my problems can be solved with firearms, remarkably enough. Take that as a lesson, kidding. America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, you have you've popped open the cassette, and there is no more rhythmic pulse. The dulcet tones of, were they Swedish? I guess? Anyway, some sort of Scandinavian pop group, whatever. They're from the 90s. Who cares? Anyway, it stops. Uh, yeah. And with that... I'm gonna, I'm gonna pocket the tape. Okay. <laughs> uh, with that, the, on eBay. the zombies again fall to the ground, and they have stopped moving. And uh, there is some confusion from the ghost ship. Uh, there's some cheering. It seems like things are good. And the ship abruptly vanishes. Huh. Huh. Well. That was considerably less dramatic than I was expecting. Uh, are there still skeletons around? Uh, no, actually. At this point in time, it seems no. Right, get to the car. We gotta clear the hell out. Uh, there is a... Uh, you hear a sound, uh, which is definitely an amplified voice. Please remain where you are. God damn it. Uh, a a group of a group of police uh, approach. Uh, they have. Do I have time to stash my shotgun under my coat before <laughs> they see it? Uh, it is dark. I think you. I think you can can do that. Yep. All right. All right. Yeah. So you have stashed that under your coat. Uh, hey, Des. Uh. Des, you mind uh, not doing the talking? I I, I can try. Uh, so a group of law enforcement officers <laughs> are uh, moving your way. It looks like uh, at least one is a police officer. At least one is like a, a paramedic. One is like a police have medics, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah. So one of them is definitely like a, a police medic, and one of them is is uh, a paramedic, sort of at the back of the group. And at the front is uh, looks like a, a sergeant of some kind, and uh, he has his weapon drawn, but not pointing up at anybody. Uh, and 
he's uh, surveying the scene and uh, is sort of yelling <laughs> instructions at at everybody, uh, um, which results in the the group of you just sort of gathering at the hastily parked uh, Hyundai Sonata, uh, and you're instructed to wait there until uh, until he is sure that everyone is is all set. <laughs> like uh, the the scene is is. Uh, basically contained uh the police medic is uh currently with you asking making sure that you're all okay yeah i'm fine i'm just a little uh shaken up by this whole uh this whole thing what what do you reckon's going on uh they have no idea uh they <laughs> they uh they just say i don't know sir and they move on to the next person and are just uh trying to make sure that everybody is in fact uh not in any danger. So I, uh, the, uh, after you all are definitely found to be okay and healthy, the police sergeant, uh, heads your way and, uh, starts asking questions, uh, and says, all right. Uh, well, first question is, why are you all here? New Year's tradition. <laughs> we always come to the water on New Year's. We come here to see the sunrise. We, we're a little early this year, I know, but... Okay. Because it looked like whoever was driving the vehicle was making some haste, and uh, that parking doesn't look like a particularly permanent job, so I'm not finding that highly believable at the moment, ma'am. You did. You would have seen, though, if you did see him park, that you would have seen that he did try to pay for that parking spot. Um. So I'm going to. That was premeditation. Just take that in for a second. Um. I'm gonna say, uh, we're so sorry, officer. We were in a hurry. I really had to pee, and. There wasn't a bathroom at our previous destination, um, so we kind of had to pull over before I peed my pants. I am so sorry. We will move our car immediately. Uh, please give me a deceit roll, <laughs> because <laughs> that, uh, that is a hoping. it's a very good lie, but I That's and I like a it a lot. Uh, what is your total? Four. Okay, and he has rolled empathy <laughs> against that. Um, <clears throat> he does not immediately distrust this. Fantastic. <laughs> he says, well, uh, okay, well, uh, I guess my next question is, where were you coming from? We were coming from uh, my friend here, um, Sandra's house, and I point to Desdemona. Um <laughs> Her toilet, her bathroom is under construction. She is remodeling as she is a real estate agent. That is, that is. That's a lot. That is so extremely not even close to correct. Uh, You're going to have to. They can ask for her ID. Gwen, you madman. Like, give me. I'm going to. Okay. This is a deceit roll. And. Uh I'm going to put a a scene tag on this right now that the officer can use, the sergeant can use, called uh, That's a Lot to Swallow. 
Can I can I help with this roll? We are going to see the result. So it's a, a three. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh man. Well, his dice roll is a minus two, which balances out the scene tag uh, of plus two to the point where your three is still enough. Hell yeah. <laughs> Y'all need real dice, yo. So, yeah. so somehow he is still accepting this. Uh, and he's... He's just so focused in on you and you talking right now that he asks, uh, can I see some identification, ma'am? To me? Or yes. Just okay. Um, yes, you. So I'm going to play the, I'm sorry, I'm not 21 yet and I don't have my license. And that is also a lie. So I don't have a photo ID on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, he he said uh, Albion is just is just poker facing it he, right he, now. Uh, but inside he is like, what is happening? He he, he, uh, he asks right instead. Inside. Uh okay, I understand, but do you have any form of ID on you whatsoever? Like, you know. And I credit hand card, him my library even? card. Woo! Okay, that does it. <laughs> Uh, that'll work. It's got a work. fake name on it. Okay. Uh, what is the fake name? <laughs> um, it is... Juan Carlos de Souza. <laughs> Anita Biblioteca. No. Uh, okay. Well, that would be two tags. <laughs> no. Uh, no, what is, what is your fake name, Gwen? Come up with something good, please. Um, <laughs> like, Jasmine yeah. Effingham. <laughs> Um, of the famous is... Vermont Effinghams. Yes. <laughs> no. Um, the the fake name is Rochelle Stone. Calpurnia nice. Jones. Okay. Uh, I don't want people says, to know me. <laughs> uh, Rochelle, then. Ah, uh, mm -hmm. Fletcher Free Library. Hmm. Nice place. <clears throat> well, uh, it looks like. Something happened. We have absolutely no idea, but uh, well, as long as everyone here is safe, I suppose you should probably just return home. Uh, we kind of don't want people, uh, you know, in the scene right now because we're still trying to figure out exactly what is happening over here. So, friggin' Merlington, am I right? Uh, he just. Why did I just? He just looks. Why did I just? He just looks at you and says, uh, I don't think I've seen you before. Oh, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm around, so, uh, uh probably, you probably just haven't noticed. Can I get your name, sir? <laughs> Follow me. Uh, yeah, my name's, uh, my name's Graves. Graves. Is that yep. first or last, sir? That's my surname. May I have your Christian name? <laughs> it's Christian. <laughs> Albion Graves. Could you spell Those that, here? please? A L B I O N space Graves. <laughs> uh huh. 
Uh, is that your uh, Harry Potter name there, Dumbledore, or uh, is that a real name? Listen, listen, man, am I being detained or something? No, you are not. Then I don't need this bullshit from you, sir. I'm gonna you would you you ask me my name, you make fun of me with this J.K. Rowling shit. Ah, you you have a good night, officer. Good luck with this investigation. Ask his name. <laughs> ask his name. He's a beloved NPC. Well, <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah, and his badge me... number. <laughs> can I can I get your name, officer? <laughs> and your badge number. And his badge number. And your badge number, please. <laughs> Uh, he mutters under his breath, this fucking liberal town. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there it is. And uh, he, uh, he, uh, it's like every, every time, every time somebody uh, stop anybody for any goddamn little thing, they always ask to see the badge number. Like, yeah, you know what? He, uh, he hands you, he, he hands you his badge. Uh, Give me two seconds. I was not expecting this exchange. Albie <laughs> uh, just is gonna take his camera phone out and snap a photo of it. Uh, you got a camera phone? It's yeah, not a good one. Trust me. It's, uh, <laughs> is Nokia uh, engage? Uh, his name is Detective Sergeant Ditko, <clears throat> and right. you Sorry, now have. It is not. Uh, you now have a picture of he this sucks. man's badge. I hate this man. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he's like, yeah, I, it's like, man, I transferred up here and just it. Any little thing, people just ask me for, ask me for my badge. Look, I get it. It is your right, but it just slows down the whole process and adds an element of belligerence that I'm not entirely comfortable with. Your job, man. Look, man. You call me your job, now. man. I'm a doctor, man. <laughs> uh huh. You, uh, doctor. What? What do you go by, doctor? What? Doctor Snape. Spock. <sighs> Fucking figures. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh. Okay. Well. Uh. Sandra. If you wouldn't mind uh, taking the uh, taking these, pe- yeah, I assume you all know each other. Yeah, it's oh, our, this yes. is our annual tradition that uh, we're going to get to partake in due to uh, shenanigans that I can only assume are the Northern Lights or some shit. Uh huh. Aurora Borealis. At this time of year, <laughs> in this part of dare. the country, don't you fucking dare. He's obviously the sassy friend of the group. Just, just don't. Don't, just ignore him. Look, I don't have anything that I can detain you for at the <laughs> moment. Um, yes, I know, Seth. <laughs> That's getting cut right out. Look, I don't have anything that I can actually detain you for at the moment, and my partner here has uh, apparently seen to it that you're all okay. You're not, uh, and no one is injured. No one is uh, in any distress at the moment, <clears throat> apparently. So, if you wouldn't mind, Sandra, just going back to your home uh, and taking your friends with you, uh, might be best to just sort of stay in your home tonight. I agree, officer. And as soon as I grab my boombox, we can go. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, all right. Sure. Um, okay. Well, uh, if... 
that's all there is to it. Uh, then I I hope you all have a happy new year and uh, drive safely now. Okay. I will, happy uh, new year. Thank, thank you for you. thank you for being out here tonight, officer. Yeah. Thank thank you for your service, officer. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, I appreciate it. I fucking this Tools. shift. <laughs> yeah. He just he just looks to he just looks to the other ones and it's like this fucking shift. <clears throat> and. Right. Uh, you drive your way back. Desdemona's Ro- wrapped the boombox up in a, in a in a scarf and is taking it with her. Hey, Ro. <laughs> uh, yeah. The fuck. Um. I don't know, man. Real estate agent. Where the hell did you pull that from? Okay, but do you want him to know? Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's so pretty. Uh, do you want this random stranger, Sergeant Ditko, to? Come up to Desdemona's granny's house and be like, hey, I know you speak to ghosts, man. No. He thinks I'm Rochelle Stone and he's going to leave us the fuck alone. I'm also a poet now, guys. Yeah, that's impressive. (laughs) But uh, also, if he looks into any given real estate agency and learns that there is not, in fact, a whatever the hell you call Des. She's up and coming. I mean, we gotta wait. I mean... (laughs) I mean, we got a way clean, so it's fine. I'm just saying, you don't need to be so specific. Just be general next time. Details. She yes-anded us out of the situation, though. You are welcome, Albion. Also, I love that the Oklahoman is trying to instruct the mob boss's daughter on how to lie. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and then he's just driving back to Dez. He's just like, Alright, you uh you guys need a ride home or do we want to talk about this now at fuck hour of the morning? Albin, have you ever done a tracking spell on a boombox before? I have not done any spells before, Des, so I'm afraid I have not. Helpful. I mean I can make a couple calls. I have some folks uh that I know who are familiar with that kind of magic, but uh I personally am not. I'll check the paranet. Anyone right, want some um, tea before you I'll go? I'll check the internet. I would like some tea, please. Earl Grey, I got you. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Everyone arrives safely back at Desdemona's. Albion is uh, drinking a Mountain Dew right now. Ew. Trying to keep himself awake. <laughs> that's Yeah, it's uh, what, like 5 a.m. now? <laughs> closer to 4. 4 a.m. <laughs> So, that was certainly an incident. We got, a, uh, We got Civil War ghosts fighting their own bodies. We got a boat that's, uh, hanging above the harbor. We got zombies and someone leaving a boombox out in the middle of nowhere. I, I mean, I, in my experience with this kind of thing, <clears throat> the beat keeps them going, but someone needs to actually be with the beat, extending his will to get them to be doing what he wants. Otherwise, they just kind of go wild. So, whoever did this was not directly controlling these things. They were more setting them up like some kind of fucking time bomb. Also, what kind of antiquated asshole uses cassette tapes? (laughs) A magic user. That's very fair. That kind of thing. I imagine if they had an iPod, that would just die within an hour or less. Not just because of the battery life, because of the whole magic shit. This is why wizards are doomed to die alone. <laughs> I mean, man, that's a little harsh. 
takes one and no one. Jeez. Yeah. No offense, I guess. <laughs> uh, Ro, this is Sylvester Cooper Smith's. Uh, Sylvester, this is our. This is my. This is Ro. Hey. Howdy. Uh, so, yeah. Don't mind him. Sylvester's an asshole. Uh, Aren't we all? We we he's, like. He's Doctor Asshole. <laughs> he is. That is very literal, Des. Thank you for reminding me. That will never not be hilarious. Fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you too, Dr. Asshole. <laughs> Alright, so we gotta figure out who who's setting up zombie bombs and why. That's a good band. Well, I, if we can if we can track if we can somehow do a tracking spell from this boombox. Or even from the tape or something, maybe it'll be possible to find out who did this. That's a, that's a good start as any. Albion uh, takes the tape, sets it down, and um, to Des, he's like, Well, I mean, it's, I can either hang out and help with this or watch Jenny McCarthy on television, so I know which one I'm choosing. And he pulls up a chair to the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, guys. Before we do anything, Desdemona, do you have a pencil? Of course I do. Um, you've You've been through my desk. Well, okay, we're not gonna go... <laughs> I, I didn't break into your house or anything. I was just looking in drawers. Anyway, so, Ro takes a pencil and starts to rewind the cassette. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna end Are this scene right there. To... <laughs> <laughs> that... Is your character even old enough to know how to do that? I mean... I mean if you ever put Double Dragon Neon, that's how you revive your other characters. <laughs> The little icon shows up with the pencil and the tape, and it basically rewinds it, and that's how you revive them. That's amazing. I love that. Well, that I mean, Rose is using an iPod wonderful. shuffle. I think she's pretty old school. <laughs> that's very fair. You know, I mean, that... when you're working with a mob of picture, they're not like, yeah, I just got the new iPhone 11X. It's real nice. They're like, why don't people use record players anymore, Bobby? Uh, you have no idea what the modern mob is like. Really I, I do not. I'm just making a joke. I'm making a goof. To the mobsters who are listening, I know you guys have iPhones. It's yeah. fine. Hey guys. <laughs> to the mobsters listening, forget about hey, it. Guys, today, we've had well, some real fun here today. I just want to let just, you guys know, just, mobs are bad. We're just alienating audiences left and right today. So, uh, you speak for the group, by the way. <laughs> So uh, it sure looks like nobody in the Rhode Island mob who likes Harry Potter will ever listen to this podcast ever again. Fair we did enough. it, guys. We Mission did it. accomplished. I'm Sorry okay to all this. six of you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's somebody There's somebody sitting in Rhode Island just like, oh, what the hell? Uh, looking bullshit. at you, Steven. Yeah, Steven's like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to go get protection name. money from somebody to feel better. <laughs> Forget this. Hey, Flipendo, motherfucker, give me your money. <laughs> Ugh. This isn't Man, going this to sucks. fill the void in your heart, Alfonso. <laughs> Accio your money. I like how we're just, 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 oh boy, we're just going out on the limb and we're just ruining ourselves today. All right. Let, let's get back. Let's get back to the game. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's. Okay, yes. I think I have. Um, the adjudication for a tracking spell figured out. So, we have to do some thaumaturgy. Yeah. 
All right. Okay. Uh, so, Thaumaturgy is going to be a thing that uh, Desdemona is going to do. Uh, Desdemona has access to some Thaumaturgy. Actually, uh, you took Wards and Veils, correct? Would not, that be not, under Stunts and Powers? Uh, not Veils. Yeah, you. I think you took Wards I don't, as your... I have... I have channeling, ritual, sponsored magic, and the site. Ah, for your ritual, I do believe that you took. Um, I do believe that you took. Oh, ritual is summoning. Channeling is spirit. Oh, okay. Summoning. Neat, neat, neat. Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, let's see. We may. You may be able to spin this as a sort of ectomancy. Uh, okay. I think we can, I mean, anybody can technically do a ritual. Uh, it's just that it will be harder because you're not really trained in it. So I nope. think at this point, you're mostly just kind of guessing and trying to call cobble... on YouTube, how to do a tracking spell. <laughs> yeah. You're basically, uh, you're basically trying to track a source of energy, I guess, um, and you know that uh, if this was something to do with necromancy, that you might be able to actually find a bond of spirit. So I guess this would be more of just a thing that you would do to try to extend your senses better and more accurately. So you can try to cobble together a, a ritual for that. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to say that there's going to be a complexity of six. So basically right. what happens is you have to actually establish the rich. Uh, okay. Uh, if you are able to get the right things that are uh, sort of there, uh, like you have to do the preparation of symbolic links and such. So you need to set up your casting space. You need to find the symbolic links so that you can uh, sort of find five items to find like you know the five points of your sort of ritual pentagram uh to to tether this idea together correctly so what five things are you gonna get for your five senses um well i definitely get um i probably put in there um my grandma's ring uh for helping help, help me focus i have a white candle i probably have Maybe a rock that I took from a cemetery nearby. Um, and perhaps... Um, maybe just like a, a, gla a, a teacup full of water. Okay. And... Uh... All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, since this is a lot of sort of figuring it out and trying to be decent at something that you don't know that much about, I'm going to say, sure. Um, and I'm going to say that this is not actually going to do that much to help focus, um, the, this particular thaumaturgy. But fortunately, you can just kind of skip scenes to do your actual, uh, finished job. So I'm going to have you make a couple of rolls and mm -hmm. you're going to, once you reach that, I'm going to say um, with, with the, with your granny's ring, I think that will make it the six difficulty overall. So just make a couple of conviction rolls. 
until you hit six. All right, that is a three conviction. Okay. So you've got three shifts of power in there, and I do believe you take a mental stress for that. Just one? Yeah. Okay. And that is a five. Okay. So, perfect. <clears throat> you are able to successfully finish this after two scenes worth. So I'm going to say that we're at... Uh, we're, we're starting to get that um, pre-dawn light coming in. Uh, it is... Well, it was early morning, but now it's uh, near to sunrise. When you are able to uh, finally gather your senses correctly and it's starting to point you in the direction of where you uh, need to head. And it seems like you're, you feel a sort of tug, like somebody's, you know, grabbing just like a bunch of your shirt and pulling mm -hmm. forward on it. But that, you know, sort of against like your soul, you're feeling that sort of a feeling. Yeah. Uh, and it, it feels like it's tugging you in various uh, directions, but consistently back toward that waterfront. All right. So what I'm getting from what I cast here is that we actually need to go back to the waterfront to find the source. All right. Also, Alien has spent the time that you're doing this kind of in prayer to Odin. It's uh, kind of setting up some of his abilities and stuff. Okay, yeah, you've definitely had two scenes worth of time. Uh, in the yeah. meantime, uh, Ro, you've had about two scenes worth of time. Is there anything you wish to do during those? Um, not really. I think I'm just going to be trying to help out where I, like, if they need to focus, I'm going to leave and be in another room. But I don't have anything that I think Ro would want to do during this time frame. Okay. Uh, Sylvester has about two scenes worth of time to do pretty much whatever you like. Is there anything that you feel you need to accomplish or do? Nah. Uh, okay. Are you going to be, are you going to continue to be awake? Are you going to try to catch some sleep or what? Jeez. All right. So apparently Sylvester is the only one that's going to grab a little rest in the interim. He's smart. Okay. He does have a doctorate. <clears throat> so. <laughs> I'd be a doctor. Yes. Yes, he has a doctorate. He is provably smart. Uh, okay, so uh, I assume everybody is going to venture together, uh, probably wake up Sylvester to go with you. Yeah. Okay. Might help. All right, so it's it takes a while to walk back to the waterfront, uh, and by the time you're getting there, you're it's starting to be dawn, <clears throat> and that is... Maybe not the best thing, because uh, Dawn tends to wash away uh, previous magics, especially of uh, the thaumaturgical variety. So yeah, we're, on a, we're, on a, we're on a time crunch here. So as you make your way down there, uh, you, you do notice that there seems to be a still a police presence at the waterfront, sort of at that parking area. It seems like it's pretty well blocked off. Um, and if you wish to, you can try to go around that, knowing that you're going to feel that tug back toward the waterfront. Uh, it seems like you're, you're feeling that toward the area where the boombox was initially, but possibly yeah. even pulling you further than that. Cool. 
So how do you wish to proceed, Des? Um, I'll probably tell everyone that that's where I'm feeling it's coming from, coming towards the water. And I probably would also spec- you know, specify that we're, we're probably going to lose the trail soon due to dawn approaching. Okay. <clears throat> uh, knowing that the... Um... That parking area is pretty well secured, um, but with, you know, police barricades and tape and such. Um, are you going to try to continue tracking it? I mean, personally, I I don't I don't think that she would be just because there's so many cops there. And we already had to deal with somebody th- over the night. But if the rest of the group wants me to continue, I can try. Well, I will remind you that you do have a row-shaped option. Ah, yes, a row-shaped option. I would probably, um... <laughs> hey, Ro, um, mm-hmm. any chance we could get a veil, um, so that we can continue to track before Dawn hits us? Um... Think you, think you got any, kid? I can try, uh, don't hate me if I mess up. <laughs> I believe in you, Ro, you've got this. Okay. How strong of a veil are you attempting to create? Um... As strong as possible. Oh, you just moved. Oop. I'm not Uh-oh. sure. Gwen. That good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. She disappeared from the call. It's a plus 10 veil. Yeah. <laughs> she nice. disappeared from the game. All right. Uh, how many you shifts? Are... Yes, that's a great roll. How many shifts of uh, power are you trying to summon for the veil? Because um... you can pretty. You think you can reliably do four because that's your deceit score. Yeah. I'm going to do, do four. Yeah. Okay. And make me a deceit roll. That's a six. Dang. Yeah. Wow, we're... Nice. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Okay. Right. I'm good at lying. Well, uh, to cover over... I should have said to cover over you and Desdemona that you would be rolling at a plus, a plus two difficulty to try to cover the both of you. You got it. So you are both covered with a a four-shift success veil. So anyone trying to spot you would have to roll alertness at at least a four. The power of friendship. I did it, (laughs) y'all. All right. Swell. Okay. So now that you seem at row, uh, you sort of gather that hiding thing that you do where you Mm -hmm. feel like you can hide so well that you think nobody really can see you and you sort of apply that to Desdemona as well. Um, Sylvester and Albion, they basically dip right out of sight. <laughs> oh, well, that's a uh, fantastic. It is, it is very hard to actively uh, to see them. You have to actively try and know where to look. So, All right. Um, Alvin's kind of, I guess we're going to be keeping a distance and acting as sort of sentry in that case. Okay. Alright, so uh, in that case, Alvin's going to just try and keep an eye on it. Um, he's got a decent alert, so he'll try to keep track of him. Alright, that is a plus one, so that is four alertness. Okay, you can you can follow where they are. Like, you know, you can't see them clearly, but you can see where the veil is. Yeah, I'm. I gesture for Sylvester to follow me, and I kind of keep my distance but i like i'm not like they're on the beach now right uh they uh, 
that actually depends on how you're approaching this. Are you going to try to cut across the parking lot, or are you going to be circling around? I'm going to be circling around. No, that's that's a question for Des and Row. Oh. Um, so with a veil, we can't be seen, but can we be heard? It It's going to make it harder for you to be noticed generally, okay. but you also know that there's like police tape and barricade material uh, directly between you and where you're trying to go. I would say it makes sense to go around if you agree. We can go around um, as long as we're quick about it. Mm-hmm. Sun's coming. Okay. Yeah, it's not that far of it's not that far out of the way. You just have to move carefully. Uh, <clears throat> you make your way over to the edge of the water, and it feels like you're getting pulled toward going actually into the water, deeper and deeper. But it dissipates, not because the suns come up, but because removing water has pretty potent effects on magic mm. and the nullification thereof. So it feels like something that came pulling you deeper and deeper into the water, but you can't follow it any further. In the meantime, Albion or Sylvester, are either of you looking at your phone? Um, me. Okay. Uh, you have received a message. I assume at some point you actually got the contact information from the... Uh, the werewolves that you encountered previously when you were yeah, dealing yeah. with the hag. Yeah, hey, Albion's been hanging out with them. Okay. Well, they just texted you. There's a group text that uh, Sylvester sees, and it describes that there were three more bear attacks, in quotes, last night. Apparently, there's a warden in town, and he thinks that they're to blame. Ma'am, I'm going to stop you right there. I am the manager for Blockbuster. Okay, I need you to stop. <laughs> well, you didn't have the movie I wanted. I wanted to Seth said this is the opposite of ASMR. <laughs> and I wanted to see National Lampo's Christmas Vacation, but you didn't have that either. Ma'am, we've been closed for years. You really need to stop calling here. Well, I will- why do you have a camera manager when you're closed? Because I, I really want to see movies that play Tetris Attack. Ma'am, ma'am, I'm going to count to ten, and then I'm going to call the police. You, you really need to call me at home. Okay, we've been closed for years. I'm outside. You I'm not refunded. Right I'm not now. refunding uh, the fees. Hey, hey, do you guys have a do you guys have I'm a not copy refunding of the fees, ma'am. Five? I need a copy of Darius. Beethoven. That's a shame because Darius. I can see you. T- <laughs> I'm so sorry. You came back at the worst time. Well, here's the problem. I kept looking through the window and I could see your young son sitting asleep in his bedroom. And if you don't give me the fee, 
sleep to be asleep in the bedroom either. Oh God! It finally petered out. Okay. Um. Make sure to add tweet only, Tom. Disrespectful, and really, at times like this, you should really have a better idea. Oh my God! Stop! Stop! Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.